0: things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold now here are your hosts father and son mike and sean reagan with the bleeding green and gold podcast
1: welcome to week 13 edition of bleeding green and gold i'm mike i'm sean Packers over
0: the bears
1: we 28 did it 19.
2: Woo-hoo! we won a game <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what it feels like <laughs> Yeah. And uh, an interesting thing about this win is that puts the Packers at uh, 787 all-time wins and in first place, beating the Bears.
2: Kind of fitting, I guess. And also, uh,
1: we got the sweep this year with the Bears.
2: Yep. Yeah, and I know, you know, there's fans calling to play for picks, put in Jordan Love, things like that, but come on. Who doesn't want to beat the Bears? I agree. I agree. How'd you feel about the game overall?
1: Um, I'd say overall we did okay. You know, mm-hmm. some good, some not so good things. Our secondary looked rough, um, but uh, we did a good get a couple of picks but luckily um, so did i there. thought <laughs> uh what was his name uh bu, 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 bu,
2: christian uh, watson
1: zach tom zach oh, tom, zach tom filled in for david bactari who had to have emergency appendix surgery and i thought yeah. he did a really nice job for being thrown in there like that so uh, yeah
2: i wasn't sure what to think and then i realized after watching the game that i don't know what to think about his performance because i didn't really notice him which is sometimes the mm-hmm. best thing you can say about an offensive lineman yeah no I, it wasn't a completion but there was
1: one time where i swear it was like six seven seconds where rogers is standing back there mm-hmm. to throw the ball and it's like well that's he had quite a bit of time in this game the boys
2: are doing a good job on the line yeah. and you know it's hard to trust a guy with two first names but he he seemed to play well <laughs> That's what I used to say to my uh, (laughs)
1: uh, sales manager at the radio station I worked at. He was um, uh, a little uh, skinny dude. And I said, I never trust anybody that their inseam is longer than their waist, their waist size. If you uh, get measured, it's like,
2: but it was, uh, maybe you had to be there. (laughs) I mean, I, it's probably funny, but I'm not. 100% 100% positive on what the inseam is. <laughs> That's where, when they measure you for pants, the
1: inseam is. On is that the where, they really your thigh, oh, okay. where they get really personal? Okay. Where They they go to your
2: swimsuit area all the way down your ankle. Okay. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't laugh. I was wondering what the inseam is. <laughs> what, what's the inseam daddy? <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, I'm not too much of a fashion person. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. Um, Yeah, good game overall. Definitely more of a second-half performance for the Packers. They were down by 13 um, late in the second quarter. Had to come back from it. big offense in the fourth quarter, 18 points to get the win. So that's nice to see. Um, No sacks on Justin Fields. They've had a really hard time the bears protecting fields and allowing a lot of sacks this year. Uh, so it's a little telling that we, I mean, we talked about not much pressure on Rogers, but also not much pressure on fields this game. Mm. And yeah, I think they were, they were playing
1: protection. I mean, cause he was carving them up
2: mm-hmm. and uh,
1: if yeah, they were rushing
0: that, him.
2: That He just stepped aside and run for 50 yards. Yeah. He got that 55 yard touchdown and it was kind of like, Oh God, one week. Jalen Hurts and now Justin Fields beating us on the run and just those like we talked about those Kaepernick flashbacks all over again but Mm -hmm. they did start to contain him quite a bit better but it also seemed like there were opportunities he could have run more especially late in the game into the third fourth quarter uh where he didn't and I was I was grateful that he didn't but (laughs)
1: <laughs> Me too.
2: Only five incompletions on the day for field. So that also highlights the fact we did not get much pressure on him. Three incompletions that hit the ground because two of them we did intercept. So that is nice to see. We have not been the turnover machine on defense this year that we've seen some years. So it's always nice to get one. And we also got that fumble uh, recovery from Chase Claypool. That was very opportune when we got it hmm I would agree.
1: I would agree. Well, um on good news, Aaron Jones became the fourth player in franchise history to get five thousand career rushing yards. He uh, crossed that mark on a run in the second quarter- mm-hmm. and uh, he joins Amon Green, who has eight thousand three hundred twenty two career yards. Jim Taylor, that's going back there. 8,207, and John Brockington at 5,024. So um, he also got nominated for the uh, uh, NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year. So.
2: 15 Thank more you. to be number three on the Packers list. So mm-hmm. I would expect we get that after the bye. I hope so. Because uh, we're recording this Wednesday the 7th, and we have a bye week. Coming up late by in the season here. Also, the Bears going into a bye after this yep. game. Exactly. Um, uh,
1: other good news. I think the. Um, uh, Elton Jen-
2: Jenkins had a good game. He did have um, a good game. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. Yeah. He didn't give up any pressures in this game and was our highest rated both run and pass blocker. So that's always good to see. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. He's had some ups and downs this season, so it's good to see some up. Yes, definitely. I mean, he really looked good. I mean, that's one
1: thing that I noticed on the line, too, is that they were they were getting off their blocks and getting downfield to get into the secondary and the linebackers and mm-hmm. doing some pancake
2: blocks. And that's great. Yeah. Um, it really helps yeah. out the whole game. Yeah, and it definitely helped out A.J. Dillon this game. Um, we we saw Aaron Jones in and out. Um, he went out with an injury, came in for, I think, a series, maybe two, but didn't quite look himself. Uh, but A.J. Dillon ended with 18 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Two of those runs were over 15 yards, and he had five first downs as well as three, three completed passes.
1: Yeah, this is supposed to be his time of the year, so hopefully he can keep yeah. going at it. But he, uh, I, I, I said it last week. It's, it. He just so reminds me of a guy I played high school football with that he would never run around somebody. He always had to run through him, and mm-hmm. man, he's just a violent runner. So enjoy <laughs> him
2: while you can, because I can't imagine he'll be around long. Yeah, they, they, you know, those kind of guys. They typically. Their prime is pretty short, and then they might bounce around to another team or two as a backup kind of Mm -hmm. niche guy in certain situations, but he's definitely fun to watch. The bruising back. Definitely.
1: Not such a good game for Mr. Cobb. He was um, targeted forty four times over three snaps, didn't have a catch. One of his targets was a drop. And another uh, fourth down on a deep ball in the end zone. That was a tough catch for him to make that. It almost looked like there was pass interference on it. But over Mm -hmm. his last eight targets, Randall has just 19 yards.
2: Oof. Where'd that fountain of youth go? (laughs) I'm sorry? Where'd that fountain of youth go we were talking about early in the season? Maybe he's not built for the long run, the long NFL season at this point. should be playing college ball where they play less games. Yeah, Rodgers did airmail it over him a couple times, which, you know, he's a pretty short guy, so the window is smaller to complete the passes. But also, you know, Rodgers overall, there was a few plays where you could tell he was throwing the ball like a guy who had some injured ribs playing through Mm -hmm. some pain. Mm -hmm. But, you know, no interceptions this game. That's been a bit of an issue for him on the season more so. Than we've seen previously. I think he does lead the league in touchdown throws still. If I remember yeah. with like 22 or 23 on the season currently. Or he might be tied with uh, Geno Smith, if I remember. Okay. From Seattle. Yeah. Geno having a great year. You come back, kid. Come back, kid. Not I've been really coming back just getting his first chance, really, at a starting role and really making the most I of it. I don't
1: really know his the history on Gina. I know he's just
2: been around for a while. He's been a backup in a lot of places, I think mainly on the Jets to begin with, and then he's kind of bounced around and now finally got his his chance in Seattle and making the most of it. He leads the league or is in like second or third in almost every quarterback category right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's tough when you... Uh, when you're an a good athlete a a really good athlete you can pretty much pick which college you want to go to um when you go into the pros you could you could be an awesome player and get put on a team where they should never have drafted you and you mm-hmm. will not be able to perform at the level and sometimes that happens with these guys they just they ended up bouncing around and Teams aren't good, so they change coaches, change coordinators, and it just—I can't blame them for um, for struggling. But that's why I like to see
2: players like Gino be able to thrive once they got a chance. Mm-hmm. You also see, you know, a lot of teams are kind of a quarterback mill, where they bring in high talent guys out of college who have no chance to succeed because they have to play right away on a bad team that doesn't really support them, and then they kind of fade out of the league where. They got put in a better situation. They might have been stars in the future, like the Browns, the Bears to an extent.
1: Yeah, well, you you remember uh, Jim McMahon said quarterbacks go to Chicago to die. Quarterbacks go to Green Bay to thrive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Um, We will... You know, we're going into the bye week, but for all the people who want to see what Jordan Love has, you know, so we can look at his fifth year option on his contract, probably not going to see him because Rogers wants to play as long as we're in playoff contention. And with the win, we go from a one and a half percent chance of making the playoffs all the way up to a blistering four percent. Hmm, baby, mm-hmm. let's put some money down yeah that's better than powerball odds <laughs> it's way better than <laughs> Powerball
1: odds. you know what they did with those lotteries too is they they juiced them up they put um let's just i don't remember i think it's like six numbers it used to be with the lottery the powerball then you had the powerball um mm-hmm. but now they've added more numbers so it's harder and harder mathematically for people to win so the Prizes get up higher and higher. Is that
2: why it's more common to see the crazy amounts on it?
1: Yep. And so people are like, oh, man, it's up to a billion. I got to buy some
2: tickets. I'd be dumb not to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Let's see. Dylan had 18 carries, 93 yards, 5.2 average, doing great. One touchdown, 21 long. Um.
2: And that run by Watson, wow. Yeah, what? two nice... That really showed his speed. Mm-hmm. Two nice touchdowns for Watson this game, one receiving and one rushing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he just ran... like The second he kind of got a an edge on the defense, it did not look like they would catch him. They still had him in front of him, but it's like, yeah, he'll run past him. Yep. He'll beat him. Yeah, and... He's he's deceptively fast because it doesn't look like he's running as hard as he can, but he just creates separation so quickly. Yep, yeah. it's he's not one of those guys. He's got a long gait, mm-hmm.
1: and some of the some of them, you know, where they they're really fast, but they they're kind of
2: choppy runners. Mm-hmm. Where he's he's got long strides, and he does now. Oh, I, I saw the stat days ago, so I'm probably going to butcher it, but he has seven receiving touchdowns on the year and two rushing and is only the third Packers receiver to do that in a season alongside, uh, Johnny blood and Don Hudson. Wow. (laughs) Let's go back, man. Yeah. And he's been injured. What majority of the season? Yeah. In and out. He he has not done it with many games.
1: So he, uh, it's exciting to see what we got,
2: and uh, mm-hmm. it was a nice, nice pick. Yeah, did he's electric. Give... He's he's dangerous out there. It, you know, he's. It's not often you see these players where it feels like every time they get the ball, they have a chance of scoring. Mm-hmm. Like we I we agree. haven't seen that on the Packers in quite a while. I don't feel like. I agree. I agree. Um, did we get Rogers' stats? Uh, we said he didn't get sacked or throw an interception. Okay,
1: just go through it quick. <laughs> Eighteen uh completions, thirty-one attempts, one hundred and eighty-two yards, five point nine average. It's keeping with his low average on passes. One TD, no interceptions, no sacks, and his rating was eighty-five point seven.
2: Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, hanging in there through through the injuries. Old man Rogers. (laughs) Have you ever had a rib injury? Uh, I've had like a bruised rib. I've never broken anything. Or, I mean, was it like a really bad bruise? Like it hurt pretty bad to breathe much, hurt really bad to sneeze. Can you imagine um, trying to play a
1: quarterback (laughs) when you've got your injured thumb and you got.
2: Your ribs? Um, am I also allowed to imagine I get paid $52 million a year? Yep, you sure can. Then I think I could do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my dad when I was a kid? He uh, slipped and fell in the wintertime and landed his ribs, and he landed on some steps and broke, I think it was three ribs. Um, mm. And we were just hanging on a little bit and then i said something and he laughed and he goes oh oh mike don't don't make me laugh and so then i waited like 30 seconds and i said something else and he starts laughing he's like mike you can't make me keep laughing and so i probably did it a third time and then i quit but (laughs) that's just the kind
2: of relationship we had (laughs) yeah just taking pleasure in each other's suffering
1: (laughs) Justin Fields was 20 of 25, 254 yards. That was uh, just over 10 yards on average through two big interceptions, and his Mm -hmm. rating was 95.7.
2: But, uh, man, yeah, kind of scary what this guy could be. He led the league in rushing with that long one and then about a 16 on top of that. And we also saw... Equinamius, eq st brown former that yeah, was tough
1: to see him on the bears man
2: it is it's weird to see and he also he led their team in receiving three catches 85 yards he had a big one against oh, jair catch where he kind of did it out and up and beat jair and got the nice catch over the top of him uh 56 is that the yards one where jair bit on the the fake and
1: tried to look for the interception and then yeah. that that let uh
2: st brown to get by him yeah which i'm actually okay with um i like you know the ball hawks guys taking a few risks to get some big plays up at a couple points in the game and he did come up you know with a big interception on the same type of play where it was a curl route for eq and kind of a lazy curl route you know where he, he showed it off very early did not come back to the ball and mm-hmm. Jair jumped it, got in front of him, got the interception at a big point in the game. So, you know, there was another point um, that Jair made a couple nice plays on the ball. I know he allowed those two big completions, but he also had some tackles for a loss at the line. So he's really playing some down downfield football. And it it's going to hurt you sometimes, but it's also a lot of times what allows you to get a big play. Especially with uh, with a guy as talented as he is, uh, mm-hmm. but it, he gave up 121 yards in the receiving game, so it's definitely a trade off.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's where you the little balance. Uh,
2: <laughs> since we're talking defense, did you hear? I did hear. He he, Jim Leonard not staying in Wisconsin. No, he's coming no, to Green Bay. To... I'm calling it now. It's. It's signed. It's in the books. Write the headline. <laughs> what else could happen?
1: Uh, See ya, Joe, he announced on Twitter yesterday that uh, he would only remain with the Badgers through the um, uh, the bowl game that they got coming up against Oklahoma, Oklahoma State on the 27th of this month. And I like the uh, it's the guaranteed rate bowl. They they've they're coming up with some really goofy. This one's not even that bad. Some of them's
2: like the some spam of them get salad very bowl. goofy. Yeah. <laughs> spam salad brought to you by Verizon Bowl. Yeah, there you go. And
1: <laughs> um, uh, I saw this uh, on acmepackingcompany.com. The Packers have struggled on defense this year on the run game, particularly. They've allowed 109 first downs on the ground under defensive mm-hmm. coordinator Joe Barry, and that leads the league. They uh, have also conceded over 2,000 rushing yards, which is second most, 5.0 yards per carry, fourth most, and 15 rushing touchdowns, which is fifth most in the NFL so far.
2: Joe's butt yeah. is probably getting pretty warm. I there's <laughs> We're bubbling down there, man. <laughs> it's so warm. Yeah, um, I don't know. He, I'd be interested to see where Joe Barry ends up after this, assuming he won't be a Packer much longer because he's he's been on some bad teams, bad defenses. We brought him in. A lot of people blaming a lot of our defensive struggles on him right now. And he'll probably find somewhere to go be a linebackers coach again. It, once these guys are in the league and they have the connections, they usually can stay for quite a while yeah i think he'll either do that or he'll be stepping down if he
1: stays in the nfl or he could go the college route and maybe he could stay be wisconsin's defensive
2: something. coordinator <laughs> no please no no <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> uh let's see i did want to mention in our receiving game um alan lazard he led the team this game in receiving yards 67 on five completions but they also also showed a pretty insane stat during the game. I think it was almost 70% of his completions this year have gone for first downs. Well, all four of them or um or five of them this game did. hmm He he seems to really be filling that Donald Driver role where like when you gotta have the third down, where do you or the first down, where do you go? Right. He just seems to make himself open enough. He gets the ball and he goes down and it's good to see you need that kind of guy. I think Cobb has been that guy in the past for Rodgers. Um, yes. But it's fun to see. We did have another instance this game. Third and one. And he throws it deep to the end zone for an mm. incompletion. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I knew it was coming. Third and one. <laughs> we're at like the 30-something yard line. And I'm like, he's going to throw it deep. We need one yep. yard. AJ <laughs> Dillon has been unstoppable in the run game and he's gonna throw it deep and then sure enough i was like you know what at least i don't have to be surprised
1: (laughs) just like brett rolling right don't throw it don't Don't throw throw it it! (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's nice you know that um that combo there with Lazard and Watson—that's that's nice. I was really disappointed. We, for some reason, we couldn't get Tanya going at all. He only had uh, one reception, and he was targeted twice. So,
2: yeah, and that reception was on like, uh, like third and eighteen or something like that, where he just okay. kind of got a dump off pass and had no chance of getting to the first down marker. So, wasn't much of a reception, anyways. Yeah, we're just. Um... Not really getting the ball around, but hey, you know, we're, we won. So it's nice. We did win. We beat the Bears and we took over the all time win record. So first time ever. Mm -hmm. And 4% chance the playoffs, baby. Run the (laughs) table.
1: I never, when I looked at the schedule, um, I think most people do this when you look at the, um, schedule at the beginning of the season you go maybe yes yes no no really hard game yes yes maybe mm-hmm. and when i saw the rams towards the end of the season I that the only good thing about <laughs> it is they're coming to lambo in december and then the way they're going this year it's like well we might pay, we might play um uh what's his name uh Mah- not mahomes uh he just got picked up Stafford. by the rams he- Oh, picked up. Oh, uh, Baker
2: Mayfield. Yeah.
1: Yep. So we might see old Baker
2: and the Lambeau Maker on an impotent Rams team. So, yeah. So, who would have thought that uh, we could have a losing record at this point in the season and still be doing better than the Rams?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They've been hit pretty hard by injuries, too. So, um, yeah. Don't know all the reasons for it. I don't really follow them, but.
2: Um just before... kind of like
1: the Cowboys. they get so tired of certain teams getting so much PR. And and it's not like the Packers don't have a big following. But
2: how about certain <clears throat> players like Odell Beckham Jr., who's not even on a team right now, and it's half the headlines you see hanging out with the cowboy players at a basketball game. Did, did you see the, the news today? Is it that, that he uh... Cowboys don't think he'll be healthy
1: till like mid January? Well, they said that uh, they're not confident that they gave out medical information that they probably should not have given out. So it's well. don't it tell Jerry well Jones a
2: secret if you want it to stay secret. It's a Jones secret. He he said it on the radio. That's how it got out.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But I could I if I was. Him,
2: I'd be like, you know, there's no way I'm going to play for you guys.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, who knows what we'll see from him. I'm just kind of tired of so many headlines all season long about where is he going to go. It's like mini case of LeBron and the choice where he was going to go after Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but getting back to it, the it, game. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say sports writers always have to look for something, and that's why you see so many stories where they're like, where could he go? Well, it, you know, he wants to go to a good team. So that puts us here. And then they break down what the team has and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't even look at it's most of the cowboy stuff. I don't even, I scroll right past it when I'm looking through the NFL news. But mm-hmm. all right, back to the game.
2: I was going to say one thing before, you know, wrapping up kind of on the defense here is I wanted to touch on Christian Watson. We talked about how fast he is. There was a lot of, they were really letting them play the first half of this game, the reps. There's a lot of holds at the line, a lot of, you know, kind of pulling and tugging in the secondary and they weren't calling it first mm-hmm. game of the season to not have a penalty in the first half, even. Really? Yeah. And I think we're going to see that a lot with Watson that they know they can't cover his speed once he's past them. So they're going to do everything they can to hold him at the line. And part of that might be on Rodgers, you know, yelling at the refs saying, Hey, you need to call that things like that, because if they're not calling it, there's a good chance they mm-hmm. won't call the next one or the next one. But if you get them to call one of them, then that can really kind of change the momentum with the refs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've Absolutely. just noticed that a lot with them as teams are realizing how much of a weapon he is, even when he doesn't get the ball, you see the defense get kind of sucked into what he's doing because they have to cover him they you know they're gonna do everything they can even if it risks a penalty to kind of hold him at the line so right better to get a penalty than a touchdown so exactly
1: well, you're kind of sounding a lot like I read an article I think it was on pro football talk Hmm. um. And they were saying on that, I don't know if you watched the Monday night game, I believe it was New Orleans and no. Buccaneers. And <clears throat> where Tom Brady came back, they were behind another I think they were down by like 13 points. I don't remember. Don't quote me on it, but but they the reporter was saying that they went back. Excuse
2: me, I gotta mute for a second here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I did see the results. I think I saw a clip of the final play, Brady scoring the touchdown.
1: Yep. But they said there was um, an offensive lineman for the Buccaneers that uh, that was holding on those last two series, was holding on every single play. (laughs) And I think he might have got called once on it. And it's like that would make a big difference if if you weren't letting... The offensive line hold like that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it just plays into Sean's theory that the NFL wants these games close and
2: they're the closest they've ever been. They are. They are. It started seeming more that way last year. And like you said, it's now this season closest they've ever been. And it just seems like. Yeah, I'm still behind that theory. Certain calls happen when they might not otherwise certain calls don't happen when they might affect things and kind of put the game away in the third quarter. I don't think they're really going by the Vegas lines, trying to sway the result one way or the other, but I think you could have made some good money this season. If you were just betting on underdogs to cover, keeping it close, even if they lose. Yeah, that's a good point. I, uh, The reporter in this article
1: said that do not, do not, do not believe that the games are fixed or anything like that, but (laughs) feel that it could be um, like the NFL sends out a memo every week to different news outlets. And the first thing they were bragging about is how close the games are, how many close games we had this week, how
2: many so far this year. So I'm sure it trickles down to the reps. They know what your boss wants. Especially, you know, The NFL has made statements about ratings being down so much right now that each year the viewer ratings go lower and lower in the league. And the weeks that they have these close, crazy games, they're higher. So, I mean, there's an incentive there. Did you hear last week, I think, they announced they're looking to find more ways to put more commercials in the games because of the lower viewer ratings to cover the loss? It's like, like oh yeah. great, thanks. So we're
1: gonna go back to like the the college games. College games play a lot more commercials than the NFL games. And um, you remember when it was so fun, where you'd have a team score, and then they would take a timeout to play uh, some commercials, and they'd come back, and they would kick off, and then they would take another timeout to play some more commercials, and then they come. It was like a they used seven, to do eight minute
2: window. They used to do that in the NFL, too, didn't they? That's what I'm saying. That's what they'll probably bring back. That's what yeah. they do in college. And more and more commercials in the game, where they put the game in the little window in the corner and do the commercial, mm-hmm. I'm sure. They'll find ways to make their money. Get their money. Anything else you want to talk about on the
1: defense? Um, Not really, no. I... Um... It just it it's so hard. It's just like flashback to have a quarterback that scrambles like that. Um and mm-hmm. he's a good he he's he can throw the ball too, so it's not like uh he's one he's only got one skill. Um so I said it's gonna be interesting to see as time goes by as he gets more experience. Is this is this his second year
2: for Fields? Yeah, second year. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah, uh, and they're kind of
2: letting him do his thing more. Um, we finally. Ta- uh, yeah. On the defense, we talked about Jair Alexander. Um, One thing I wanted to note is a couple of the rookies. Devontae Wyatt, he only had one tackle in this game, but he looked pretty good, and he was doing a lot of the prevent, not letting fields get out, you know, in open space. He had a good rushing, pass rushing grade on nine snaps. And Quay Walker, seven total tackles in the game, three of them solo. But he also had that really nice play where he he ran down Fields for a short gain from behind. Fields is a fast guy, so to see Walker mm-hmm. run him down, that was fun to see. Right, yeah, um, absolutely. And Razul Douglas, I think, had a good game. We we haven't called his name as much on the podcast lately, but he had a really nice stop against both the run and the pass where he just kind of came out of nowhere. So good to see. Good to see. Yeah.
1: Um especially as far as defense stuff goes, um, it was nice to see in that fourth quarter where I think did we get two interceptions in the fourth? Um, I know we got one to end the game. I think they I were think both we in did. the we second got half. half. Were we they scored. both in the
2: fourth quarter? I
1: think it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. um, but our defense sure seemed like they were kind of stepping up their game. They blanked Chicago in the fourth. Yeah, Chicago only
2: scored really nine points in the second, third and forth and Chicago did a lot of things to shoot themselves in the foot in that second half and kind of just make the worst decisions at critical times so still give credit to the defense but Chicago did not do themselves any favors that's Uh, why we we love them that's right we saw Devondre Campbell finally back this game after being gone from injuries we thought we might see him last week but he was back this game did not look great no, um, he gave mm. up seven catches in coverage.
0: Oh, that, looked that's supposed rusty. to be
2: his thing. You know, he's the mm-hmm. speed guy in the middle to cover against the pass. And yeah, it did not look good. Um, also, Bari, who we've talked about a little bit the last few weeks that he's been looking good, kind of getting a nice season under him. He was our lowest, lowest rated defensive player this game. He had two hurries against Fields, um, but earned by far the worst run defense grade on the team. Ew. And anything else on defense? I have s- nope. I have something to mention on special teams. Special Ooh. teams. Okay. We saw Keyshawn Nixon take it out of the end zone from pretty deep on kickoff returns four times. Um and we've seen in previous weeks here he can he can break it you know he has nice vision on the returns but we did not get that this game i think he got one of them to the 30 yard line but two of them he was tackled at the 18 so it's interesting he seems to de- definitely have the green light to return everything he can try to make a big play i think if i think if our record was flipped i think if we were 8 and 5 or something like that I wouldn't want to see that, but at this point, hey, go for the big play. You know, get get that experience, get the offense onto the other side of the field. I'm I'm up for it. See that Randall Cobb returned one
1: punt for 15 yards. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Mason Mason Crosby two for two in field goals, and kicked all his extra points. Pat O'Donnell averaged 44.7 on three punts.
2: And guess what? We beat the Bears. Twice. (laughs) We sure did. We swept them. We swept them. I don't care if we lose out on a great draft pick, if we would have lost one more game. Because we beat the (laughs) Bears. It's always worth it. Bears and Vikings. Yeah. All right. I agree. How are you feeling? You want to move on to game ball? You got anything else? Yeah, let's game do game to the game about? ball. All right, let's do game let's ball. Let's do it.
1: And now it's time for the game ball,
2: Mister. Left guard, Elton Stonewall Jenkins. Great game overall. I always like giving them out on the line, especially the offensive line. You know, the kind of the unsung heroes a lot of the time, but did not allow a single pressure on Rodgers and was our highest graded run blocker and pass blocker in the game. Wow. Great to see. That's impressive. So congratulations! He's had a tough,
1: Elton. tough start to the year. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. uh, but it's great He's to been see battling him back. Injury. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jenkins
2: comes to town. Thank you, sir. That's right. And speaking of blocking, one guy we didn't touch on, Mercedes Lewis, the old man. Um, uh, we don't see him in the passing game much at all anymore. You know, he, I think, what is he in? Like his fifteenth NFL season, I think, which is crazy long for a tight end in such a physical you know position but he really holds down the end of the line in the blocking game he's i'd say he's definitely valuable especially in the run game to kind of set that edge Mm -hmm. good to see that's a good one
1: I, i agree with you on that um it's it's another one of those stats uh you can't just go by stats you got to watch the game too and see uh, what's really going
2: on so Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
2: all right so you want to talk about some picks let's do the picks i'll go over what we picked and if you want to sweep it up with any other interesting games let me know so all right sure we went into the week mike plus four somehow and (laughs) Our first pick was Bills at Patriots. I took the Bills and got it correct. Bills went 24 to 10, plus one for the good guy. Yeah, Belly let me down. He did. Uh, We both took the Packers to beat the Bears, and we were right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought the Jets, with the Mike White experiment, would be able to take down the Vikings. You took the Vikings, and you get one back. Vikings win 27-22. Then we move on to Jaguars. Jaguars at Lions. Jaguars. You ever notice the Jaguar commercials, the car? Every single commercial, they seem to say Jaguar differently. No, I never have. Keep an eye on that. You can even YouTube different Jaguar commercials. Travis and I used to laugh so hard about it. You look them up in the 2021 Jaguar. I mean, you look at the next one, <laughs> 2021 Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing. Uh, <laughs> but you took the Jaguars. I took the Lions, the Fighting Kitties. NFC North teams have let me down a lot in this year's pick them. But the Lions came through with a big 40 to 14 win. Wow, it's a big win. And speaking of big wins. The, we both thought the Cowboys would beat the Jeff Saturdays, and the Cowboys put a fifty burger on the Colts, fifty-four to nineteen. Mm. I didn't watch that game, but man, that was prime time Sunday Night Football. Yeah, did you see the,
1: uh, the the Eagles now eleven and one? They beat the Titans thirty-five to ten, and so the Titans said, "You know what? We're just going to get rid of our general manager. Bye bye."
2: Yeah, which is weird because they had a streak of losing seasons leading up to him becoming the GM, and they've had winning seasons every year with him there and multiple of making the playoffs. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's done a horrible job.
1: I think part of it was that um, um, this year's draft, he was giving up a lot of picks Mm -hmm. to get some stuff and then also um, traded their best wide receiver. To get some picks back, yeah, and that AJ really Brown, hurt them. yeah, and so, it really helped anyway. the Eagles. <laughs> wow, did it ever! How about that? You don't see this very often. The Commanders and Giants tied twenty to twenty.
2: Oh, I did not know that. I didn't. I was in Iowa visiting my wife Amina this weekend, and then driving back. Um, so I did not really see much football at all, besides the Packers game. Twenty to twenty in a competitive NFC East—that's going to really Make those playoff odd calculations where, you know, your wife loves the, at the end of the season. They have to beat this team. This team has to lose to this team. This team has to tie. And that's just going to make it weird. Commanders and Giants tying. Uh, also, one more to talk about for picks. We both took Bucks and they squeaked it through, as we mentioned, on a late Brady touchdown against the Saints 17 16.
1: Oh, a lot of holding going on in that game. A lot of holding. One. One I wanted to mention was uh, the uh, Bengals over the Chiefs. Joe Burrow owns Patrick Mahomes.
2: Hmm. I think he's what? What four times now? I mean, he's played him. I think so. They've beat the Chiefs three times this year. Beat him in January in the playoffs, yeah. and now twice this year. It's like, wow, wow! They really That's, turned their that...
1: season around. The Bengals. They sure have. They're eight, eight and four. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it for this it. game.
2: Now we can look at, uh, we got to do two weeks now, don't we? We this do. So we have the bye week coming up. We don't have many picks for this coming week because both the Packers and Bears are on bye, but then we'll do the following yeah. week as well. So you ready? <laughs> We're going into yeah. it. Mike plus three that. I think uh, if I look back here, you had a six point lead at one point and it's it's I had a six
1: point lead while we were going through the picks last week. But then
2: once we finished, I was back to four. Was it last week? Oh, yeah. There's been a few weeks you've been at six here. So it's starting to eke away. Are you nervous? Getting down there. My heart is a flutter. (laughs) We need like a traveling trophy for the picks contest. <laughs> you can put it on the shelf in the back of the booth there Not that yeah. you would have it It would be here But if you ever did happen <laughs> to win <laughs> Right, because
1: right. you have such such good history At doing well Exactly Alright, so Thursday We got Raiders at Rams. Raiders.
2: Raiders Your pick Man, both these teams suck um... <laughs> It's hard to pick this one I'm I'm gonna go with the Devonte Adamses. You're gonna the, go with the Raiders, the Devantes, yeah, the Raiders. But it could really go either way with this.
1: I'll, I'll take the Rams just oh, because
2: yeah. You, yeah, they they not? both seem to just find ways to lose. Mm-hmm. Even games mm-hmm. where it looks like they're gonna win, they find a way to lose. Especially the Raiders. What is it? Four games they've blown a 17 point lead this year. Oh, I didn't know that. That, that, that might right? be a record. I don't I don't know how that compares to historical teams, but it doesn't seem good. <laughs> All right. And then we have noon on Sunday, Vikings at Lions. Are you gonna stick with your biting Campbells? Oh, I, I want to. I don't know. I feel good about them. They're such a high energy team. Vikings are looking good. Though. I'm gonna go Lions. I'm gonna go Lions.
1: I'll go Vikings.
2: Are you? I don't know yeah. how good I feel about it. I want to. Do you mind if I look quick what the line is? Because no, the Lions have been looking good, but they—do they still have a losing record? Uh they're five and seven. Five and seven. So Vikings are for sure the favorite. Yeah, ten and no, two they're, not. The they're not. They're <laughs> not. What? Vegas has Lions as two and a half point favorites. Wow. Oh man, I would not have guessed that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll stick with my pick though. So
2: yeah, that's weird. All right. Wow.
1: But okay. you know, the Lions are one of those teams this year where um you can really see them improving. They're 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 playing better football and making better mm-hmm. decisions, staying close in games and just Problem was that they were scoring a lot and giving up a lot. So
2: yeah, and Vikings. I don't know. They're a weird ten and two team in a lot of they ways are. as well. So that might be a part of it. I'm still surprised they're not the favorite, but that's definitely a part of it. Um, I mean, two and a half point to the Lions at home. That kind of just says it's a coin toss. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. As we said, Packers and Bears on by. So we go to Sunday night football. The Dolphins go to the Chargers. (laughs) Flipper, flipper. (laughs) Um, Dolphins at Chargers. I think the Dolphins are going to bounce back. Yeah. Two teams that have a lot of potential to do damage on offense, but Mm -hmm. they just have weird results a lot of the time in their games. You you're going with the Dolphins, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the Chargers record. They're 6 and 6. Okay. You know what? Give me the Chargers. Okay. I know they have a history of blowing games that they're winning or should win, but I'm still taking the Chargers. Okay. Austin Eckler has been big on my fantasy team, so I'll I'll stick with him. All
1: right. Mike Dolphins, Sean Chargers, and then Monday night we got the Patriots at the Red Hot Cardinals.
2: (laughs) The Red Hot Cardinals, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Four and eight. What what a team to follow for in-season hard knocks. I haven't watched it, but... I only watched one episode of it.
1: I I forget about it. I should go... check it out i think there's only three quality
2: i think there's only three episodes because they cover multiple games per episode
1: oh okay
2: so you'd you'd catch up fast if i'm correct (laughs) probably but i'm i'm going pats i'll
1: go pats too
2: all right well out of four games we differ on three so it'll be interesting and
1: And then we we move to to week
2: 15
1: the uh, teams are by Colts, Saints, Falcons, Bears, Commanders, and Packers.
2: Is that the last so bye we week go to? Right? What's that? This is the last bye yeah. week for any team? I, think. I believe so, yeah. And then we start Saturday games, week 15. And to let listeners know, we, are, we have three Saturday games. We're only going to do picks on the primetime Saturday night game. So, looking at that, we have Thursday, December 15th, 49ers take on the Geno Smith Seahawks. 49ers with their rookie quarterback.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Garoppolo with Garoppolo breaking
2: his foot. You're going
1: yeah, Hawks? He's, he's another one of those players. It's like he looks great when he's healthy, but he breaks easy.
2: He breaks easy. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's a tough one because Niners still have really good defense. They have Debo Samuel. They have Christian McCaffrey now. I'll take the Niners. I'm happy taking the Niners. I like Geno, but I'll take the Niners in that one to get one away.
1: why I'm picking Seahawks is kind of rooting for Geno. Hard Um, not to. Then uh, the Vikings game, Colts, the Saturday Colts. Come to That's Minneapolis. Right.
2: The Saturday Colts playing on Saturday. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. It's, it's kind of like. Uh, the Colts
1: uh, got spanked, man. This last game, it was bad.
2: They really looked bad. So um, what's your pick here? I, I was just going to say, do you know about the soccer team? Um, I think it's Sheffield Wednesday is their name. They're not in the top tier. They're not in the Premier League anymore. Uh, Is this a right turn? No, because we said the Saturday Colts, so it made me think of it. Uh, Yeah, it is Sheffield Wednesday. Their team name is Sheffield Wednesday because they used to play every Wednesday. Oh, interesting. So just a fun fact. Maybe they'll become the Saturday Colts. And back to the picks. (laughs) Hey, you said it was interesting. (laughs) I'll take the Vikings. Colts at Vikings. I got the Vikings. I got the Vikings. All right. And then we go to Eagles at Bears on Sunday. Well, don't we have a Saturday
1: night game, or are we skipping all Saturday games?
2: Oh, yeah. I wrote it weird. So let's do Dolphins at Bills Saturday night. Yep. Which could be a really good game. Yeah, but I got bills. I got bills. All right. Back to Eagles at Bears. Eagles at
1: Bears. I think we got to give the birds another win.
2: Birds beat Bears. It is. All right.
1: Birds beat Bears. Birds beat the Bears. (laughs)
2: All right. Lions at Jets. This could be a good game. Both teams very it be nice to know how they did on that. Uh, this coming week, it would be nice. This makes it a little harder. I'll probably like take the, the one have... you don't. <laughs> I feel like the Jets have been struggling a little bit. Is that right? Uh, they struggled in the middle of the season with their quarterback, um, Zach Taylor just kind of pooping oh, the bed right. and losing the locker room, but they've been looking good with Mike White. Who looked really good last year for a game. He had like a five-touchdown game. Then he got hurt immediately the next game and has kind of been just back up since then. So this is his time to shine Geno Smith style.
1: I'll let you uh, go with the kneecap fighters. I'll pick
2: the Jets. You got Jets? The kneecap fighters. I got the Kitties. The fighting Kitties. Kitties from the Motor City? Goodies from Moto City. And then we go to Sunday night. Two games left to pick. Giants at Commanders. This is a big game for the playoffs. It is, especially after that tie. Which was Giants and Commanders. <laughs> they play with one <laughs> week apart. That's confusing. Yeah. Um, they should have just done it back to back. All right. Giants uh, at Commanders. You know, huh? I used to love when
1: the hockey did that where they had back to back games mm-hmm. and the fights would break out because they just were sick of each other.
2: Um <laughs> yeah, Giants at Commanders, what's your pick? Um, I think this could go either way. I like Brian Dable, the Giants head coach, but I'm gonna take the home team and the commanders, Heineke and the Commanders. I like Ron Rivera, so I'll go with the, the commanders. Riverboat Ron? He seems Which, like a really cool guy. Yeah, he, uh, he has the nickname Riverboat Ron because he used to take so many risks. And I think statistically, the last few seasons, he's been one of the most conservative coaches, play calling one. Really? Yeah. So he he's gotten conservative in his old age, an American tale. <laughs> all right so
1: we uh uh and then we wrap up our picks when the um uh, the the golden boys from california come to the frozen tender.
2: that's right Lambeau field monday night football the battle of blown expectations <laughs> <laughs> a lot of prime time for the packers since their season fell apart Hmm. But yes. I'm so glad I pay for the NFL ticket with
1: DirecTV
2: when you have all these prime time, Yeah, no kidding. And then half the ones you want to see are blacked out and you have to watch on the local channel anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm you taking got, the uh, pack.
1: It'll be interesting to see who takes over after DirecTV bows out. Or, or AT&T, DirecTV.
2: Are they bowing out? Um,
1: yeah, they're supposedly they're not going to try and bid for it. So now all the games are going to be on Amazon. Amazon, If you go
2: (laughs) Google. Interesting. I did not (laughs) know that was coming up. I'm taking the pack. As shall I. All right. So, quick recap you are up by three, and across the two weeks, we differ on five games. Wow. (laughs) this could really flip (laughs) it would it is going to be interesting to see in a couple weeks but we are going into the bye week on a packers win over the measly bears and something to cheer about the measly measly. that's right put them to bed (laughs) and aaron Uh, still owns the bears still owns the bears have you seen all those uh Social media comments, you know, when at I think in the fourth quarter, Rogers went over and he saluted the crowd. And uh the for some reason, the Packers social media team tweeted out the picture of his arm fully extended like a Nazi salute after the salute. Oh, come on. No, I did not see that. Yeah. And
0: the, that's one. Smart.
2: Obviously, it just happened quickly a- as he's saluting them. Second of all, what who approved that? On the Packers social media team,
1: probably one person that works on the Packer social media team <laughs> worked
2: on the Packer social media. <laughs> there, there you go.
1: So, I, if I didn't say it, Bakhtari, it's um appendix surgery typically two to four weeks.
2: So, guy can't possibly catch a break, could come probably. back, but yeah, maybe Cannot not catch a break. He's, he gets paid and his body falls apart. That's right. That's right. So,
1: I don't know, man. That's about all I got.
2: Yeah. Hey, it was a fun one. It's always fun to talk about a win. It's always weird with the, because this year, excuse
1: me, play Thursday night. Don't play that weekend. Mm -hmm. Come back and um, play Sunday. And then you got to buy and you play Monday night. So hopefully with all that time, we can get some people really healthy. Like maybe our quarterback. Yeah, we got Jordan ah, love. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Show me the love. <laughs> JL. All right. Well, it's been fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you're going to miss us in the bye week, join us at Bleeding Green and Gold on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Any closing thoughts, Mike? Um, It's
1: nice not to have be, be nervous on if we're going to win this game coming up this weekend. I can just relax. I guarantee you we don't lose. And Sean, how about
2: you? What are your closing thoughts? I'm just happy we beat the Bears. Okay. I'll say it once more. Until two
1: weeks, Monday Night Football. Go! Pack
0: Go (laughs) Nice Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold Podcast with your hosts Sean and Mike Reagan Make sure to subscribe and check out the Website at BleedingGreenandGold.com Join the Facebook group All questions and comments are welcome Send them to feedback at BleedingGreenandGold.com And until next time Go Pack Go